hope you enjoy listening to this weekly podcast from Lifeline Church. Find out more by visiting lifelinechurch.co.uk. Well, he's already welcomed you, but somehow it doesn't feel enough. If you're visiting or here for the first time, or on Zoom for the first time, uh, this was a great day to come. Because normally, when you come somewhere for the first time, you think, well, you know, everybody else knows the form, knows what's going to happen, and uh, you feel a little bit, you know, almost on the outside looking in. Today, nobody knows. We don't have any normal format. In fact, I would like to know. Richard would like to know. But we just have to see what God does and what God gives to us. But first of all, one thing we do know is we've asked Caroline to share something that she got and wrote just a week or two ago. So come, Caroline. Bring it up. <laughs> Hello. Um, just keep going. I wrote this last Sunday after the meeting. It's called, As I Look Round the Church Today, I See Us. Some of us are great at unblocking toilets. Some of us are able to listen to each other well. Some of us can create amazing pictures with pen and paper, paint or wool. Some of us know how to love deeply and carry the wounds of a friend. Some of us can cook splendid meals without feeling flustered. Some of us are very young, hardly begun. Some of us are teaching the young the way that they should go. Some of us battle injustice every day at work and on Sunday and they came. Some took journeys on planes and boats. Some even came from beyond the North Circular. Some of us have heavy mantles on our shoulders. Some of us need to hand over a mantle while others need to take up a new one. Some look quiet on the outside but in prayer, they soar like eagles. Some of us are the answers to another's prayer. Some of us believe we have purpose. Some of us are faithfully serving and bringing joy to others. Some of us have been through battles and won. Some of us have not yet met the battles that we face. Some still bear scars. Some are fighting on the front lines. Others are supporting at the rear. Who can say one is better than the other? Not I, nor you, Lord, for each reflect your glory, a facet of a diamond you created. You look on us all with love and grace. 
So let us arise as the mighty army Graham Kendrick called us to be. Mighty in you alone, as Daniel reminded us, our strength lies in you and our unity, all rallying behind your standard. All are necessary, all are parts of the one body. We fight against lies and strategies of the enemy. We uphold each other. We fix our faces like flint. We journey on into our pilgrimage, marching into the everyday, holding on to the God of forever. Mm. Yeah, I think that's, that's great. That really seems to sum up something that God is saying to us at the present time. And yet, we thank God for all that he's done, the way he's helped us through all this awful time, and the things he's given us to do during that time. But we're not actually planning to return to the familiar. We're looking to see what God has got next for us. You know, I have to conclude for myself that however great programs we have, things that God gives us to do, I don't think I'll ever be satisfied without the manifestation of the supernatural presence of God. God taking us and leading us where otherwise we wouldn't actually go. That sense of his presence, the fact that there's nothing else in the whole life to compare with that. And so we thank God and it's exciting just to have that and we uh, thank Caroline and that word that she got there to just remind us of things. Uh, we are an interesting bunch. Um, I think that's the best way to describe us. And uh, God sees fit to join us together uh, for his purpose. So we're looking uh, for more of his supernatural power. We're not interested just to live where we are or return to what's familiar. You know, for those of you that have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you know that there is an experience in God which cannot be spoken of. It's beyond words. And those of you that are experiencing the presence of God will know that there's, a, there's times in his presence. There's no way to describe it. That's what we want to be living in. Very interesting, uh, the transformation that took place when those disciples were on the road to Emmaus. Uh, and they were trudging along, uh, pretty downcast. And then Jesus joined them. They didn't realize that at the time. And then the, when they realized, when they connected with his presence, there was an absolute transformation. That's the kind of thing that we're looking for. So we're going to see what God will do today. And uh, I think, firstly, Rich is going to lead us. Let's just stand together and... Uh, just joining, responding to God. Come, let us worship our King. Come, let us bow down at his feet. Why? Because he's God, but he's also done great things. Come, let us worship our King. Come, let us bow at his feet. He has done great things. See what our Saviour has done. See how His love overcomes. He has done great things. He has done great things. 
Oh, hero of heaven, you've conquered the grave. You free every captive and break every chain. Oh, God, you have done great things. We dance in your freedom, awake and alive. Oh, Jesus, our Savior, your name lifted high. Oh, God, you have done great things. You've been faithful through every storm. You've been faithful forevermore. You have done great things. And I know you will do it again. For your promise is yes and amen. You will do great things. God, you do great things. Oh, hero of heaven, you conquered the grave. You free every captive and break every chain. Oh, God, you have done great things. We dance in your freedom, awake and alive. Oh, Jesus, our Savior, your name lifted high. Oh, God, you have done great things. Come. Come, let us worship our King. Come, let us bow at His feet. He has done great things. See what our Savior has done. See how His love overcomes. He has done great things. He has done great things. Oh, hero of heaven, you conquered the grave. You free every captive, break every chain. Oh, God, you have done great things. We dance in your freedom, awake and alive. Oh, Jesus, our Savior, your name lifted high. Oh, God, you have done great things. faithful through every storm you'll be faithful forevermore you have done great things and i know you will do it again for your promise is yes and amen you will do great things god you do great things oh hero of heaven you conquered the grave you free every captive and break every chain oh god you have done great things we dance in your freedom awake and alive oh jesus our savior your name lifted high oh god you have done great things let's take our seats God, you have done great things. You still seem to be a little bit settled in your seat. So I'm, I, I, I don't know, I don't feel that today. It's the rose. That's what does it, it's the rose. But we can't do anything about that. But what we can do, and I want you on Zoom to join in, we'll help you to do that. On Zoom, we'll go into breakout rooms. But here, I want you to take a moment. You don't have to talk to the person next to you. you see, if you don't like them very much, it's a good chance to get away. 
except if you're married to them, and that won't work too well. So, all right. Have you ever had a time where you caught sight of God, where you experienced something, and you say, no, that's God, so it's great. Great things. Just take a moment to talk to someone. You can get up and move around. Uh, you're in breakout rooms on Zoom, so you can do that. Just take a couple of minutes. Evan had an experience that you'd like to you know, impact God. You met with God. God did something for you. Go. Now, I'm kind of looking at you, and I'm seeing some smiles. and So it obviously wasn't too painful. I've got a question. If you have experienced something of God, had something that impacted you, something that you say God did that, I suspect that you would be keen for more. That's the thing. Once you've touched God, once you've experienced God, you want more. If you haven't, you might say, hmm, I'd like to know what that's about. But we're going to use a song, and this song is a prayer, which is going to come and lead us. Open the eyes of my heart, because this is not just what we see on the outside, it's what God does on the inside. Remember, nothing starts, nothing changes until God touches us, and he always comes and touches our heart. So let's use that song as a prayer. Um, feel free on Zoom to join in. After that, Hannah's going to come, and we're going to do something that everybody can join in, but it's especially for the children also. Let's stand again. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. To see you high, lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love. Sweet sing, holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. To see you high lifted up. Shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love. We sing holy heart. 
Okay, if you're a child, can you give me a wave? <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> and if you're in youth or youth plus, can you give me a wave? Thank you. Brilliant. Okay, great. So we're going to do something now that our children and our youth are really familiar with, but we want to do this together no matter what your age. So everyone joining in. We're going to do some chat and catch. Um, so adults, if you're not sure, just follow the kids. Hand catch is just a really simple way for us to chat to God and to catch what he's saying to us. God's speaking all the time and we might catch what he's saying as a word or a picture or a song or almost anything. God loves it when we chat to him. He made us to have a relationship with him. And just like parents love to hear what their kids are thinking, even when they already know, it makes God really happy when we chat to him. So I want us all, children, young people and adults, to use this next few minutes to chat to God and catch what he's saying to us. You might want to um, write or draw what he says and what you catch. So there's paper and pens on every chair, hopefully. Um, you might want to talk in your head or you might want to talk out loud. That's fine. There'll be music playing, so do whatever. Um, and you might want to close your eyes or you might want to leave them open. You might want to cover them. There's no right or wrong way to this. Um, it's just your time to chat to God and to see what he wants to say to you. So I'm going to lead us with some um, thoughts that we can share with God and some questions that we can ask him. Um, but let's all really push into God in this time because we want to hear him for ourselves. Um, so let's start by just telling God something that you're thankful for this week, something you want to say thank you. share with God something that's been worrying you this week. what he thinks about that thing that's been worrying you.
now ask God what he wants to build in you or give to you or help you. God how you feel when you chat with him. Finally, just ask God what he wants to speak with you about today. Great. Thank you, Hannah. Isn't it great that we can just communicate with God in such an everyday, ordinary way? It's not that we need to have some kind of special power or special ability. Actually, we can just have a regular conversation like that. Okay, so we've got kids work now. It's just going to happen outside. If you want to um, take the children out, they can stay in if they like. Um, Anna's going to be working with some of the younger kids. So if you want to take them there, if you could stay and just make sure that she's okay before you come back. But you can do that now if you like to. It would be really good if you feel that God has shared something with you, said something to you, come and share it with us all. You know, if you can, you can do it from where you are, um, or you can come to the microphone. Actually, it would be better if you did that, and we pick it up for the people on Zoom as well. So uh, yeah, just feel free. You're not going to do it right now, but any time you feel, think, hmm, I sensed when we're doing that, uh, Chat and catch that God said something. 
Share it with us. Come on, be kind. Don't hold it to yourself. Let us be blessed with that. God is very good. Um, Just while you're kind of getting ready for that, I want, uh, Darren, can you just come and share something that God's been, a couple of things maybe that God's done with you recently that we've been hearing about? I think if you go to that mic there, yeah, I think that will that will work. So I had my yearly appraisal, yeah, probably an anxiety building thing for many people. Um, but for the weekend leading up to that, like, I had a lot of anxiety and kind of a real heavy weight of fear on me about the whole thing as well. Um, no reason to. I had like it's been a crazy year for a lot of people, but generally a good year for me. Um, so, kind of spent some time with God, praying about the anxiety and the fear, and didn't really get any words as such, but just felt the presence of God on my skin and swept away, kind of all of that anxiety and fear Good. and very much wow. felt ready to go in yeah. to the appraisal. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was that was it. Some things said in the appraisal, some really, really good things. Um, one of the bits I was most fearful about was having something brought to me as a challenge that I wasn't prepared for um, or just my supervisor would bring something up. Um, and... He said, like, when have you ever been challenged in anything? I was like, I can't remember. So a bit of an irrational thing there. But at the end of it, um, God kind of spoke to me then about the fear and that he's there at the beginning, during and after. Um, and the other thing... Kind just of, before you go on to yeah. the other thing, let me just... Yeah, don't go away. Okay. So you're in a bit of a state. And you couldn't kind of change that or control that. And then God just did what you couldn't do in yourself. Yeah. Away. That's our God, isn't it? God can do in us what we can't even do in ourselves. Yeah. Tell us the other thing. Um, is, this, is this good? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not waiting for the dentist, are we? So um, the other thing, I went to see a patient um, and physical training is completely fine. Um, no issues, no reason really to do full set ofs, but um, like blood pressure, oxygen saturation, that sort of thing. But kind of very much felt to anyway. Um, did them all and yeah, everything was in perfect kind of readings apart from her heart rate, which was around 32. Um, which is very, very low. <laughs> Should be 50 plus, 50 to 90. Um, and we did some exercises, some activities. Went up to a normal range, but then kind of went down very, very quickly. Um, so called an ambulance for her. Um, and we were very unwilling whether that was the right decision and whether it would kind of just get better. But we followed up the next day, and she's in surgery having a pacemaker fitted. So, yeah, just thanks God for kind of guiding me through those sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Darren. That's a bit exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Especially for that poor lady, you know? I mean, that God can just cause us to stick with something or pursue something. That's an amazing thing.
Rachel, come talk to us about bins. You know what bins are, where you put your rubbish. You shall be forever known now as the bin lady. It's <laughs> a lovely title, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I think God has, thank you, has just woken me up to see what he's doing. Because sometimes you get to the end of the day and you go to bed and you wake up and you, I think we miss a lot. I missed a lot. Um, and I started to see that he was causing me to bump into people randomly from nowhere. Um, but I would just be coming to the park exit when they were. And I've got to know some people quite well just because we always kind of bump into each other. And then it, it moved from that to every time I went to my bin, somebody would be passing. Somebody I knew, somebody I didn't know. Well, not every time, but more times than is just coincidence. And I started to think, God, I think you're using my trips to the bin to cause me to meet people. So, and it's been incredible, the people that have just been passing. So now we have a bit of a laugh. I say to Dennis, I'm going to the bin. I'll be half an hour, maybe. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> but it's just exciting to see how God's working something that I could never control, but he's doing it. The, into the new, usual, normal course of life. Um, you know, we don't have to walk on water just to know that God's using us. Is that good? So what we're talking about, we're talking about wanting to live in the supernatural power of God. God can speak to us. God can lead us. God can give us a nudge. God can bring us to a place where our hearts are refreshed in his presence. So we're a little bit out of practice with responding. And I was thinking, well, why, why is that? Well, we've spent a year and a half muted on Zoom when we've been meeting. So we've got to remember, you're not muted anymore. And there's an opportunity to enter in a little bit. And even those that are on Zoom, you are muted, but it's still all right. You can be loud where you are. Because what we think God is saying at the moment, he wants to give us sight of him. But for the next thing, that the, the next period of time, the thing that God's laying out to us is dependent on us, each one of us, having an individual experience and sight of who God is. And so these testimonies that you're hearing now are evidence that God is doing what he's promised. If you think the last few weeks, he wants to be the tiger in our tank. He wants to be that fuel. He wants to be inside us. He wants to commune with us. He wants to relate to us, that wants to re release all that he's got for us. This is what God is promising. And the great thing is he's already doing it. Yeah. You hear that story mm. from Darren. Darren was overwhelmed with anxiety. Has anyone ever felt anxious? Is anyone seeing the levels of anxiety within our society right now? And God met with him and became the tiger in his tank. God is making himself visible. Remember, we just had a little conversation when have you caught a sight of God? What did you see? And what did that result in you? This is the God we're dealing with. So you remember a few weeks ago, dad talked about sometimes you drive through Ilford and you get that, that smell of Nando's because they very cunningly put their extractor fan going across Winston Way. And suddenly you realize, I didn't realize how hungry I was. 
I'm suddenly aware of it. We're doing the same thing right now. These testimonies are wafting something across you in a very pleasant way. God wants to meet with each one of us, and he's not going to be satisfied until he does. And sometimes people are saying, oh, yeah, I realize I'm, I'm really hungry. Yeah, but that's a good thing because God started that hunger in you, and he's not going to start a hunger that he doesn't intend to satisfy. So this is good news. I know we take our good news very seriously and we're very ploddy about it and, and very focused and we try and, oh God, I've got to meet with you. He's coming to us. He's coming to us even today. It's good news. So when you hear that story, well, there's a woman that could have died because her heart was slowing down. And God, because he'd revealed who he was to Darren, meant that Darren could demonstrate what God is like, who's diligent, who's love, who takes attention to, to people's lives. And then it led to a life being saved. This is what happens when the tiger comes into our tank. God is on the move. Aslan is on the move if you're a Narnia fan. We're seeing signs of it. So listen, when you're hearing these stories, God is on the move and he's coming for you as well. He wants you. He won't be satisfied till he has you. And we weren't designed to be satisfied without him. But it's good news because he's coming. So listen for that ear. And let's have a little bit of, let, let what's inside of you, the spirit inside of you, reach out and grab it. Be free to response. You, you can be crazy. You can be loud. You can be kind of wiggling your arms and stuff like that. Whoopee is okay. All right. So meeting with God. Uh, is something that's to be taken very seriously, very quietly. Just like you could imagine it was with a bunch of disciples walking with Jesus, all walking neatly together, all saying the same thing, all seeing the same thing. Oh, God, deliver us. We never set out to sit in meetings in buildings. We need, God has designed us to walk with him, to get that, that nudge from him, to be used by him, to experience his power and his presence, which is especially special. What does it mean? Well, meeting with God means power, healing, salvation, revelation, prophecy, compassion, integrity, commitment, care, kindness, all the things that we would actually appreciate. So where does it bring us to? Anybody want to share anything at the moment? You can, yeah, come on then. When you stand here and you look out, they are friendly. Doesn't look like it, but they are. They're, they're not used to moving around, you see. Yeah. You're okay, right, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so last Sunday morning, I hadn't really looked at the weekly briefing for a while because I've been coming here. and uh, No excuse. Uh, I, I know, I know. Um, and I thought, oh, what's this reflection thing? Oh, that looks quite fun. Oh, it's Lottie listen to Lottie reading the phone book so yeah I'm gonna listen to this oh it's forgiveness forgiveness is good oh you know yeah I'll, I'll listen to this for seven minutes and suddenly bah, 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 it was like being on who wants to be a millionaire the spotlight was on me and God started 
reveal a few things to me. So uh, next weekend is my son Johnny's second wedding. We've had a small thing and we've now got the big thing. And I am the fifth child in my family. I'm the baby at 60 years old. They still call me the baby. Uh, and uh, my four sisters, only, well, three of them have said, no, they don't really want to come. Okay. And I realized that I was pretty disappointed about that. No, no, I wasn't disappointed. I was quite angry. It was typical because in 1968, you know, it was like a little cobweb in the corner, but actually it was something that I needed to surrender and lay down. I, you know, I could justify why I felt a bit fed up about it and I needed to forgive them. And actually I meant to bring a, a white piece of paper because what I wanted, I realised on my own, I couldn't get to complete cleanness so that I can be with them and not be, not have any vestige of the, the frustration. And, and God set me free. I also had to forgive the one who is coming because she's really awkward. And, you know, we're thinking about giving her another, another address. And, you know, and God gave me a few other things, but I'm really grateful for that reflection thing. Yeah. Through that, I really had a powerful encounter with God and a re fresh revelation of what his standard is and the man-made version of, I'll forgive them this time, but I'll add it to the list. It doesn't cut it for what Jesus died to set me free. Yeah. Again. Okay. Isn't it interesting that God can do in us if we choose to let him what we can't do in ourselves? Forgiveness is such a powerful thing. I know it doesn't say it in the Bible, but to me, it's the second most powerful force in the universe after the love of God. You know, to be absolutely, and we choose to forgive, we make a choice. Kim had to make that choice, and God gives us the power. And sometimes, because He's such a faithful God, He reminds us and. Uh, you get that little sort of uh, feeling uh, in a situation. We have a choice right then to say, Lord, you said, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. It's a kind of important conditional thing. All right. Um, so we're connecting on Zoom, and Matt's got something to share with us. Thank you, Matt. I think it should come up here. Hopefully. Okay, so I was talking to God about uh, chatting and catching, and I said, I'm worried, God, about work because I'm doing a new thing at the moment. It's in project management on a really huge project that's like nearly £60 million. And I was getting quite worried about it, about how. And I was concerned that. Oh, how can I do this? I'm not used to this. I have to work remotely at the moment and where there aren't people around so I could ask to help. And Hannah said, well, ask God what he's saying. And I asked God and he said, well, my strength is enough to get it done. So that was a real moment for me. And he reminded me also of the time on Friday, when he sorted something out, I thought it was going to take hours, but a colleague sorted it out in half an hour, which was fantastic. Thank you. 
Good. Right. Elspeth. Elspeth here? Yeah, let's hear from Elspeth. Um, so I was walking down the, fr the road with a friend who I hadn't seen for quite some time and um, she started just telling me how she was really and it was a real sense of weight on her and some difficult things that she's needing to deal with and there was just a real kind of oh sort of sense about about her. And um, so I said to her, when was the last time you met with God? And as I asked that question, she just started to well up. And I think there was that realization that she hadn't met with God for, for some time. Um, prior to that, as I was walking down the road with her, I'd had this thought, it was a working day, I'd had this thought, you need to invite her back for a cup of tea. <laughs> and uh, of course, as I did, and we were able to pray together, there was just that hunger that grew in her to meet with God fresh yeah great thanks Elspeth we're talking about things that God is doing doing in the now as well as doing in in the past I'd like us to to recognize that God is at work you know as a kid I grew up, my parents telling me things that God did years and years ago. Great, but it never had any impact because I wanted to see the God of now, the supernatural God of now. When I saw him, when I realized that God is God now, that was the transforming, transforming factor. So I'd like us to kind of make a declaration. And I know every so often I have a little song and I seem to be restricted. People won't let me sing it. But I sometimes find ways around it. And I'd like us to use this. I don't think you can do it sitting down. Um, I'd like us to use this um, because... This is not something we're looking for in a hundred years or ten years or one year. Soon and very soon, we're going to see the king. Seeing the king, uh, this is not about dying and going to heaven. This is about the very things we've been talking about. Soon and very soon, we're going to see the king. That's all. But it's a declaration. Could you join with me in that? If you can't join in the song, just listen to the music and, and my harmonies, all right? But is there a desire? Is there something that God is stirring in us that we want to see the supernatural? We want to see the breakthrough? We want to see the things that God does that we've just been talking about? Soon and very soon, we're going to see the King. We're going to see what he does going to see his mighty arm made bare, yeah? Shall we? Now, <clears throat> highly complicated words to this verse, aren't there, John? Yes, soon and yes. very soon I'm going to see We're not the sure king. we could even find them on the database. So it goes <clears throat> something like this, soon, very soon, we are going to see the king. Oh, we have got them. Yeah. 
well done. There we go. And very, very soon, we, we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we're going to see the king. Kind of stuff, not bad, but... How can you sing something like that? Soon and very soon. Somehow's got to be a little bit, little bit of movement. Has, has anybody got any movement in them? Anybody? Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Thank you. All right. Come on. Soon. We are going to see the king. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we're going to see the king. Again, soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon. We are going to see the king soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to see the king. Okay, so now that's beginning to do it, but God in his mercy has given to us a mixture of wonderful people. Now there are the British. Soon and very soon, we're going. But God is influencing us with people from other cultures and other nations that have an ability to kind of get into it a little bit more. Oh, come on, let's enjoy it. Yeah? yeah let's enjoy it. If we're here, we might as well enjoy it. Yeah? Yeah, come on. Once more, or soon twice and more. Very soon, soon. We, we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we're going to see the king. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, that's our decoration. We're not looking for something in the distant future. We're looking, Lord, in these days to touch your heart, to hear your, your voice, to feel your presence, to be used of you. Lord, to see the supernatural power of God soon and very soon. 
we are going to see the King because now, Lord, we're hearing what you're doing, not just what you've done, but what you're doing amongst us. And Lord, we worship you and we lift you up and we glorify your name because you are a living God, a God that comes to us where, where we are, a God that reaches us in whatever situation we are, whether we're going to the bins or we're about our work. Oh, Lord, you bring up some memory of something that needs forgiving. Lord, we give you our grateful thanks and we say more, Lord, more of your power, more of your glory, more of your presence. Lord, we're built for your presence. We're built, Lord, to be those who relate and come alive in your presence. And we ask, Lord, at this time, even as we declare that you would come and stand amongst us, and touch our hearts afresh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I raise a hallelujah. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the unbelief. I raise a hallelujah. My weapon is a melody. I raise a hallelujah. Heaven comes to fight for me. I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing. I raise a hallelujah with everything inside of me. I raise a hallelujah. I watch the darkness flee. I raise a hallelujah. In the middle of the mystery, I raise a hallelujah. Fear you've lost your hold on me. I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna sing. In the middle of the storm, louder and louder. I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna sing. Amen. Let's just lift our voices there, shall we? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The King is alive. Blessed be his name. <laughs> oh, we raise a hallelujah. We don't serve 
some distant and dead God, a living God who interacts with us. Blessed be his name. Hallelujah. Okay, let's hear from Richard Griffin on the Zoom and then Lynn and then Vic. Penny. Was it Penny or Vic or both? Okay. Come on, one after another. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, am I there? Yep, okay. Yes, you're, you're there, Richard. Thank you. Um, I'm just quick story. I was uh, the other week, I was had a real sense that I felt God wanted me to connect with somebody. And uh, I said to Sue before I went out, it was a Monday that I needed to connect with this person. I was on my way to the doctors. I walked to the doctors, um, just I made a walk of it. it, took me an hour to get there. And I got to the doctors, I got very frustrated because there was some guy who was really holding up with the um, receptionist and the queue was filming up. And she eventually got what I needed and walked home back through Goodmose Park. And uh, as I walked into Goodmose Park, there was the person that I'd actually felt God had said that I needed to connect with. And I said to this person, I was going to phone you Thursday because I thought the weather would be better. And they said to me, no, why don't we go for a walk now? So God just did something far and beyond. He put it in my heart to do, and then he actually facilitated it and enabled it to happen. Good. Thanks, Richard. Well, I, I, I hope you didn't sort of curse the guy that held you up for too long. Selecting his time. Ah, his time is not always our time. Yes, young man. Yeah, just picking up on Kim's testimony earlier about forgiveness and a, a definition of forgiveness. This is not an original quote from me, but forgiveness. Unlocking the door to set someone free, then realizing you were the prisoner. Yeah. It's an amazing thing, isn't it? Uh, in forgiveness, in forgiveness, we think that we're releasing somebody else, but we don't realise how much it releases us. Probably the greater release comes to us. Okay, so this morning I was concerned about something, and um, I came to my one of my daily Bible readings, and it was Psalm ninety-one verse 9 to 16 and I'll just read it to you now if you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling no harm will overtake you no disaster will come near your tent for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways they will lift you up in their hands that you will not strike your foot against a stone you will tread on the lion and the cobra you will trample the great lion and the serpent because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honour him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Thank you, God. Thanks. Come on, Penny. Um, so this week I had the opportunity to meet up with um, a colleague who I work with who's a lovely Christian and I was sharing with him some of the anxieties that I have about the coming year in terms of my work and as we were praying together he brought this verse which is Ephesians 2 verse 10 which says that for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. And it was just that transformation of actually those things that I was very anxious about are actually the good works that God has got in advance for me to do. And this is the same for everyone, that actually 
we know that those things we will be victorious in because they are the good works that God has got in advance for us. Amen. Yes. Revelation 3 verse 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Now, for many from sort of evangelical backgrounds, that has only ever been uh, attributed to kind of God meeting us for the first time, sort of a salvation thing. But that scripture stands there for all time. The God of all creation holding himself back as it were, with bated breath, waiting for our response. It's the same God that waits for our response, says, Lord, I turn to you. This is how we do it. It's a personal thing. It's an immediate thing. It's a response that has to come from us. Lord, I need fresh anointing. Lord, I need a fresh encounter. Not just... I need this, that, and the other, but it's, I need you. He uses any means at all. And remember, he's the one that stands at the door. He's the one who stands and knocks. He calls. He uses his voice. He knocks. Have you ever heard the knock? Well, we've just heard about it today. A little impulse, a feeling, a consideration. That's God knocking at our door, a nudge, something that, that inexplicably stirs within our heart. Guess what? He waits. He waits now. He waits for us to turn to him and say, Lord, I, I want to turn. I need a fresh anointing. I need, Lord, to submit to you. Then he shows his mercy, his humility, his kindness, his love. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. What's your response? This is time when week after week we've talked about looking to God for that fresh anointing. Sometimes things have to be cleared out of the way. We've heard about that. Turning. Tim shared about that, about the issue of having to deal with something because it gets in the way. God is a God that at this time wants to take us into the next season, the next phase, and the, the basis for that is the power of his Holy Spirit. Let's just stand together as we finish. Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, that you're very insistent in a loving, caring way that we turn to you, we refresh from you, we receive again the touch of your Holy Spirit. Our hearts are quickened. We love you all over again. We love one another with the love of God. We love those who you came to save. Lord, that you would use us by the, by the power of your presence and the direction of your word. Lord, we look to you at this time and we say, come, equip us, fill us, refresh us, take us into that new place of your presence. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Lifeline Church. We hope this message has been an encouragement to you. 
We are a relational church with a passion to demonstrate God's love to one another and our surrounding community in real and practical ways. We believe that God has called us to have an impact on our families, our communities, and our nation. We'd love to connect further with you, so please do visit our website at lifelinechurch.co.uk, on Facebook, lifeline.church.uk, or Twitter at lifelineuk. Thank you.